This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila and we're starting off today with a tale as old as time, a tune as old as song or at least as old as the touch and go because... We are once more looking at the ever-growing calls for Touch and Go to be and do better alongside uh, calls to break up their perceived monopoly. So this, of course, is not happening in isolation. It's coming on the wake of a number of ongoing complaints and issues that customers have had with Touch and Go. Uh, in addition, there have been some new ones that have surfaced lately. So, of course, some of the ones that we've heard of before include the lack of um, syncing between e-wallets and the cards and the fact that they don't work seamlessly enough. Um, and then most recently, there have been more complaints about the Visa prepaid cards that Touch and Go unveiled. Um, and the fact that it cannot be used to pay uh, for highway tolls or for public transport. Again, questions of integration and and unseamless uh, workability. Uh, There have also been complaints about the RFID. And uh, so just a number of issues that have cropped up over and over again. Um, And I think at least from a consumer's perspective, often feeling like uh, not enough being done to address these complaints. Yes, so that was the thing I was going to add on. I think that that's a pretty good summary of all the the various low points or issues that people have with touch and go. But one that overrides almost all of them is, okay, we've been talking about this for a long time. Have you changed anything? Um, And that lack of change or the lack of response, I think is also kind of quite galling for consumers. It's something that we hear about a lot. So... Where we're coming into the story today is that FOMCA, which is the Federation of Malaysian Consumers Associations, has called for the Malaysia Competition Commission, MyCC, to be revamped over perceived inaction on Touch and Go's alleged monopolistic behaviour. Uh, if you recall, FOMCA had filed a complaint against Touch and Go in 2018 over this very issue. Um, MyCC responded two years later, saying that they had undertaken an investigation and found no possible competition concern on the issue. Um FOMCA also added that MyCC has continued to remain silent despite the aforementioned complaints from consumers against Touch and Go. Now, there has been, rather, action on the ministry side of things. Yeah, so the Domestic Trade and Cost of Living Minister, Salahuddin Ayub, has set up a special task force to address complaints, um, including complaints about the newly launched visa prepaid cards, as well as the difficulties in obtaining new touch-and-go cards, the RFID challenges, as well as the fact that hotlines seem to be going unanswered. Um, Another complaint that has come up quite a bit. So the task force has been asked to carry out an in-depth study on the matter. Touch-and-go has also been told to give case-by-case reports to the ministry on receiving complaints and the ministry has advised Touch and Go to improve their prepared information on the visa cards Um, and finally they've also recommended for Touch and Go to change the name of the visa card to avoid confusing users. So a lot there for the task force to do really and it remains to be seen whether they will actually adequately address all of this but as you said Lynn um, there is some effort being taken. So we want to know uh, with 
with all of this groundwork being laid, have you had issues using Touch and Go lately? And in general, what would improve your experience? Um, you can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or a WhatsApp to zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, and tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we're going to be joined by Dr. Dr. Paul Selvaraj, Secretary General of FOMCA. So keep it here on the Evening Edition, BFM eighty nine point nine. Be firmly motivated. BFM 89.9. It is 5.11. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. We are starting off the show today with Touch and Go, um, or rather the calls from consumers for Touch and Go to do better. Um, and this is coming particularly because FOMCA has asked for the Malaysia Competition Commission to be revamped over what they say is perceived inaction uh, on Touch and Go's alleged monopolistic behaviour. So in line with all of that, we're asking you, have you had issues using Touch and Go lately? What would improve your experience? Call 7733-2900, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now on the line, we have Dr. Dr. Paul Selvaraj, Secretary General of FOMCA. Dr. Paul, thanks for speaking with us today. Sure, thank you. So, uh, as we mentioned earlier, FOMCA has brought up how consumer complaints have been mounting against Touch and Go and that MyCC uh, continues to remain quiet about this. Before we get into that in more detail, what have been some of the main issues raised? What are the recurring complaints? Uh, these issues have been going on for quite some time, Lynn. I'm just to give a summary of the issues. Uh, one, for example, is a question of choice. We switched to RFID whether they liked it or not. We uh, thought that there was not. Uh, I think that the line is a little bit rough. Um, we, we couldn't really catch that answer. So we are going to be calling um, Dato Paul back. In the meantime, though, again, let us know, have you had issues using Touch and Go lately? What would improve your experience? That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. You can also send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, Sharmila, have you been have you experienced any of these <laughs> any of these things as yet so short answer is yes and for me perhaps the perpetual point of um, irritation really is in the lack of seamlessness right because uh, generally and correct me if I'm wrong I'm happy to be told otherwise by listeners uh, it feels to me like you always have to have a balance on your card and you have to have a balance on your wallet because uh, oftentimes when you pass a particular point highway tolls for instance you won't be able to use your e-wallet balance to pay for the toll and so if you get stuck without your card you either have to top up on the spot or sometimes you're quite unlucky and uh, most places don't allow you to top up as easily. There's only one counter open. So yeah, those are usually my challenges. So uh, we have on WhatsApp, so Kifli saying, I've not experienced any problem with my Touch and Go card. However, I have noticed that when I want to reload, I'm unable to do so with online banking. Instead, I have to use cash if I were to reload at the gas station. This is true. And this mm. one uh, this one bugs me quite often as well. Um, I think that we have Datuk Paul back on the line with us. But like we've been saying, keep your thoughts coming. Have you had issues using Touch and Go lately? What overall would improve your experience? You can call us, send us a voice note and tweet us. Uh, joining us back on the line now, Dr. Dr. Paul Selvaraj, Secretary General of FOMCA. Uh, Dr. Paul, hi, can you hear us? 
Yeah, yeah, very clear. Very okay, clearly. wonderful. You're, you're back as well. So, um, yeah, sure. you were saying earlier, what are some of the recurring complaints? What are most people talking what, about? What was just mentioned just now is, of course, one of those issues. Another issue of those is choice. For example, when touch and go force consumers to move from smart tech to RFID, they had no choice. Now, of course, we made a lot of question, uh, noise that consumers should have a choice, but you know they were silent until the PM himself said that consumers should be given a choice. The second is the shop pricing. RFID now is being sold at 35. Now, is that a fair price or is it an exorbitant price? Now, this is not just an issue of a consumer issue, but a broader issue of monopoly. monopoly yeah? and, and as far as performance is concerned, there are a lot of complaints about RFID performance, uh, smart tech, you know, and you have issues with smart tech. There's only one place to go, and that's central. I think that's extremely uh, inconvenient. Huh? But out of many complaints, uh, Lilin, uh, we received about 310 complaints within the past few months. Most of it was on funds. Your card cannot be used. You're, you're given a run around. Um, you know, sometimes you're online, you ask you to go to the counter. You go to the counter, you have to do it online. And some people, after a long period, still have not got back their money or even have been transferred back to their, their accounts. And I, I think these are some of the issues. And in one of the strangest which consumers complain is that your e-wallet cannot be transferred to your card, uh, touch-and-go card. But uh, then they came out with a new card. But the new card, it's not available. I mean, I think that's, that's absolutely uh, unacceptable. You know? and, and finally, when it comes to the so-called hotline support, uh, we've been getting a lot of complaints that it doesn't really solve the issues. Like sometimes you're just given a run around. And I think these are all the characteristics when one organization has monopoly and consumers do not have a choice of going to another service provider. I think these are some of the preliminary issues uh, that, that the consumers are facing in regard to touch and go in. So on that point about the monopoly, uh, Fomka actually has filed a complaint about this yeah. uh, with the MyCC. Uh, however, yeah. they responded to say that after investigating, they didn't see this as a competition concern. Could you help us understand mm. what this means? Okay, there are two implications. Firstly, they do not recognize that touch and go is a monopoly, so it is not a monopoly concern. Secondly, it's actually nothing wrong to be a monopoly uh, if the action does not effect, have a negative effect on consumers. Now, clearly, we disagree yeah? because, number one, consumers do not have any other choice. So that makes them a monopoly. And number two, the series of complaints, for example, forcing uh, people to switch you know, their, their service smart tech to RFID or the pricing clearly shows that the measures they are taking are having a negative impact on consumers. Now, what is particularly sad for me is that, you know, these are clear competition issues, uh, but instead of the Competition Commission coming out strongly, it's the Prime Minister who defended consumers, and today we see a minister taking charge. Now, this should have been initiated because clearly these are consumer issues, and I think that their, their, their response is extremely unacceptable as far as consumers are concerned because, number one, clearly touch-and-go is a monopoly, and clearly touch-and-go touch and go behavior is having a very negative impact on consumers. And how does the Competition Act 2010 play into all of this? I think this is a very important question, Lynn, because the, sometimes the, the, the importance of Com Competition Act to consumers is underestimated. Huh? Because it's a very, in a market economy, it has a very crucial role as far as consumer well-being is, is concerned. Uh, most of us know of the two very direct 
law in terms of consumers. Uh, that's a Consumer Protection Act and Price Control Act. I mean, this is if you buy a single item, you are not happy. You know, this is the act that, that protects you. But in terms of a free market economy, how will the consumers get the best value? And that is through the Competition Act. Because a market that that has, that has anti-competition practices or monopolistic practices has a lot of negative impact on, on consumers. Yeah. Now, in the market, there's what we call asymmetry of information. The seller has more information about his product than the buyer. So he can say anything. I mean, he can sell a product, overprice a product. He can give you shoddy products. So how is a consumer well-being protected? Is consumer's well-being protected when sellers compete among themselves to give better value in terms of better pricing, better quality, new new players come into the market. So consumers benefit in a really uh, free market through better prices, through better quality, through new products. When Competition Commission does not play its role, then we have this uh, negative impact, which is higher prices, poor quality, and, you know, they don't allow new players to come in. So this is, so the Competition Act has direct impact on consumers. Uh, on a side issue, Lynn, I mean, we are talking of chicken and eggs, I mean, although we're not talking about touch and go, we're talking of chicken price, high egg price, of uh, fish, vegetables. Now, these we know they are monopolistic practices. MOSCC has done the research, has done the market review. But because no action was taken, consumers are suffering. So the Competition Act has direct impact on, on consumers, and it's vital that the, that the Competition Act is not just a paper, but a, a means to protect consumers. That, that's very important for consumer welfare and consumer well-being, Lynn. So we have ongoing complaints, and then now there have been a number of new challenges as well, right? So particularly with the number of new services that have been introduced, uh, they've got some negative feedback. This includes the Visa prepaid cards, the NFC-enabled cards. What have you been hearing on this front from consumers? We have also been getting a negative impact. And I think as long as, you know, if a monopoly, if nobody regulates them, nobody, you know, liberalizes it, then this will continue. I mean, whatever new product, I mean, there's so many issues, not only I've been highlighting, our has been highlighting, but consumers have been highlighting to social media, and it's been, you know, of all the issues that they're facing. I think the focus should be improving the quality of service performance, you know, to, to ensure satisfaction of consumers. In fact, you come out with a new product, and again, there are complaints, you know. So I think this is one of the things that motivated the minister. But until we liberalize the sector, until we allow more players, until we allow other entrepreneurs to provide better quality of service, uh, I think this kind of issues will continue because actually, in simple terms, consumers do not have a choice. Now, Domestic Trade and Cost of Living Minister Salahuddin Ayub has set up a special task force to address specific complaints, uh, including you know some of what we've been talking about, visa prepaid cards, difficulties in getting touch-and-go cards, RFID okay. issues, uh, hotlines going unanswered. How do you think the special task force can look into these issues effectively? Firstly, I'm, I'm really grateful that the, the minister cares and is bringing up this issue. I mean, we have reached a dead end on this window, the, the appropriate regulator, uh, regulator yeah? And I think it's, it's a broader issue. You know? It's not just touch and go. Competition Commission has to do its job to make sure that no individual monopoly controls the market, you know? So this is where, of course, in touch and go, we think the only solution is not to have a fix of telling touch and go, do this or do this and that, because they don't, they don't really have to listen, right? because there's no competitor. So I hope sincerely that, of course, he will 
fix these problems that, that I'm talking about and you have mentioned. But on a broader scale, we need to look at how the whole sector can be liberalized uh, so that, uh, you know, competitors will come in and offer better products, better service, better quality. And then touch and go has to compete. Then only they will listen because then the market is going to give them the signal that if they don't provide the price and the quality and the value that consumers want, they will go to a competitor. Until that fear is there, I think uh, nothing is going to happen or, or this is all going to be a small, small fix. We should do it today and they'll continue tomorrow because basically there's no consequence, uh, market consequence. So we hope that the that Minister will solve this issue, will address this issue that mentioned, but on a broader scale, look at the whole role of Competition Commission to, to ensure that, you know, they carry out the function that they are supposed to do. So that's our hope, Aline. Yeah, so FOMCA has in fact called for the government to review the effectiveness of MyCC in protecting consumers. What are you hoping mm. to see in this regard? I think fundamentally we want MYCC to do what they are supposed to do, which is to protect consumers. That's the first function. And of course, consumers will benefit through better prices, quality, and, and, and new products. It also helps business because uh, when the market is liberalized, new players will come into the market uh, and, and try to offer better products that will, uh, that will you know, try to attract consumers. So this is our hope that, you know, not, of course, the touch-and-go monopoly, but all kinds of monopoly because, for example, very clearly, the chicken, egg, vegetable food, which is our basic necessities, uh, the address of monopoly price manipulation has not been uh, has not been addressed, and it's not new because Competition Commission has done a market review. So we need an effective uh, we need an effective mechanism to ensure that free market to help consumers to help uh, entrepreneurs uh, to function so that with free competition, uh, I believe the economy will grow, it'll be better. And everybody will benefit. I think that's what we, is our hope, uh, Lynn. Dr. Paul, thanks so much for speaking with us today. Thank you. That was Dr. Paul Selvaraj, Secretary General of FOMCA, um, speaking to us about a few things, primarily touch and go, um, but also addressing the fact that uh, they have, FOMCA, I mean, have called for MyCC to be revamped um, over their perceived inaction on Touch and Go's alleged monopolistic behaviour, going all the way back to a complaint from 2018 that was filed, of course, by FOMCA. So, uh, we are asking you, have you had issues using Touch and Go? But also more broadly, what would improve your experience? That number to call is 7733-2900. You can send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 tweet us at BFM Radio. We have lots of messages already coming in. I just wanted to say that we did contact Touch and Go for comment, uh, but they were unable to give us any time today. Hopefully, we do get them on air soon so that they can address some of what's being said, I think, more directly, because that seems to be what people are asking for. Um, I think we do have time now, though, to start off with a voice note that came in. Here is Eric. Among all other problems with Touch and Go, one of the issues was the touch and go reload which was not linked to your wallet and you need to do it manually uh, especially for MRT and rapid and also north-south highway now the new card was uh, launched saying that we can top it up with NFC unfortunately it was launched without any research that uh, I mean they expect the whole country to use touch and go it's basically monopolized only by touch and go and you can run out of cards how is that even possible 
how can you open a new system without having enough cards? It's totally ridiculous and not acceptable at all. I mean, this is what I think. I mean, compared to all the other issues that they have from RFID and all, at least this touch and go is something that needs to be done fast and started it off. Because that's what's everywhere now, and all the toll booths are touch and go and smart tech mainly. Eric, thanks so much for sending in that voice note. Um, so I lost my touch-and-go card recently. Don't know where it was. I was rushing. It was raining. I don't know. Anyways, um, I decided that I wanted to go get a new one. And I thought that I would be able to get to a booth. And then I got there and it turns out that while it's still on the website of the mall, um, it's still available in the mall directory online. It still says that the booth is there. When I went there and walked in circles uh, for 20 minutes, I couldn't find it. And when I asked, I think two people, the second person finally told me, yeah, actually they shut. And and I was thinking <laughs> that, that in combination with the very fevered rush to try and get the NFC enabled touch and go cards, that it's pre, that you have to pre-book, that you have to wait for the drops. I think all of that doesn't fully make sense for something that is a public service. I mean, we shouldn't be thinking of these cards as the newest edition fancy sneakers, lah, okay? Which is like, how it, you're forced to Which behave. is how it feels. Yeah. Like, do you remember a couple of months ago, was it a weeks ago, where everyone was like, oh my God, did anyone manage to get the new NFC cards? How did you do it? Where can I sign up? And I was like, why aren't these more easily available? This is what I'm saying. Um, Lance has a point about NFC, but is extending it, saying, I wish we could use our phone NFC to replace the physical card. Countries like Korea do this. They pay their toll with their phone. The surcharge in parking places also shouldn't be there. So two separate issues. No, this is exactly it. These cards don't even seem almost archaic in today's world. And in fact, I wanted to quickly link that to what Norlia is saying because this was a point of frustration. Norlia says, I wonder if people are aware that Touch and Go charges five ringgit for any kind of transfer of balance into another Touch and Go card. Ridiculous. Which means if you already have an existing card with a balance and then you want to get another card with the NFC, you have to pay to transfer your own balance into it. This is something that we hear about a lot. I mean, not just this particular payment, but the uh, the amount of time it takes, for example, to access the balance you have in a card if you want it out. You know, just all these things are stuff that we hear about a lot. Uh, again, we hope to get them on air soon. We'll continue following up. Uh, today, I think, was too short notice. But we are asking you, have you had issues using Touch & Go recently? And in general, what would improve your experience? Because most of us, for whatever reason, need to use one, whether it's for parking or for transport or what have you. Um, call us, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.